Five. Today we're starting out with a uh, three hundred and ninety-nine. All right. Our first email comes to us from Reb David Feinberg, who's sitting right here. So if he has any ha'aris, I got it. I got it. So, dear Ellie, thank you for your tireless efforts in delivering a terrific shear, etc. I can go on with accolades about the shear, the fact that this is my fifth cycle attempting the daf, and my first, exclamation mark, in which I've had a 164-day streak. I go on about the eight-minute daf, of which my father's hook, but there's a more urgent matter to discuss. A very urgent matter, a boy's eye. I received numerous emails, tremendous. Recently, numerous voices have been expressed about how to inform the Tzibur about transitioning from one Amma to the next. Halavai, this should be our biggest issue. The editor in me has been grappling with this issue for days, and it's time to speak up. <laughs> in linguistics class, we were taught that languages don't translate. It's true. Take Mechutan, Chalant, or let's say he publishes Svarim. He's a publisher. And from English, speaking circles, that means something different than saying, I publish books, even though books is an English translation of Svarim. It's just not the same. Saying a Polish Sfar implies the books are of Torah content. One final example. Let's say a guy says he's from Jerusalem. It's not the same thing as saying I'm from Yerushalayim. Bekitzer, what he's saying is he can't just translate the page to Amud. It doesn't work. What he's suggesting is that we say, can you kindly inform that Tzibor's fellows continuing on to Amud Beis or continuing with Kuv Beis or Amud Beis or Kuv Gimel Amud Beis, I thank you for your understanding of this matter. I respectfully, David Feinberg. P.S. For those who have not, have had only partial emails read, pay attention. The average person speaks at somewhere between 125 and 150 words per minute. In Ellie's case, it's between 150 and 250 words per minute. Depending on if it's Amud Aleph or Amud Beis. Keep your email to 400 words or less. My boy says he's not joking. It's 390 words to be exact. 399 words. What? <laughs> okay, so that's email number one. Here comes email number two. David Gladstone, Ellie, not Reb Ellie or even Rabbi, just Ellie. Please continue saying, turn the page. <laughs> You're an American giving an American English year. Turn the Dafarama just doesn't sound right. I have a suggestion for you. Get your great IT staff to put up a survey on your website and we'll see who wins, if it's turn the page or not. Thanks for reading my email online, including as part of the 8-Minute Daf. Give me a lot of chizuk. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure you don't realize the power that you have. Oh, please don't read this online. <laughs> I'm serious. I didn't realize. <laughs> Sorry, Dovin from Cedarhurst. <laughs> I'm serious. I apologize. I really apologize. Be'emet. And here it goes. So I just want to read this again. Eli, not Reb Eli or even Rabbi, just Eli. L'chavid Moiri Rabbi Harav Rebeli Shlita. I'm not kidding you. I've been with you live in Zoom since Chav Gimel Adar, Daf Yud Gimel. I'm loving it very much. The shiurim are really enjoyable and very exciting. I used to stay up till mid... What? Did he say Chav Gimel? No, he said Yud Gimel. Yud Gimel. Yud Gimel. You gotta pay attention, Rabbi Isai. I stay up till midnight... Now I almost, I, now I mostly do the afternoon cheer. This is from our great friend Yisrael Goldstein. Here, this is what he looks like. Chassidah Shingeman from Borough Park. 
see? I don't see. Okay. Oh, Ellie Dykeman knows what I'm talking about. His buddies. Every day when you read out the emails, it gives me chizik to see that there are so many people that are joining or rejoining the Torah world. Oh, I have to read this one. I, I missed something here. I used to stay up till midnight. Now I almost now I mostly do the afternoon cheer. And it was a great feeling having you tuck me in bed with a great cheer. <laughs> but from time to time, even you have mentioned that these emails can sometimes get to your head, and you said it yourself, that it builds up some gaiva. Until last night when you invested more than a minute of MDY Torah time to praise the greatness of another Magi from across the pond. It shows a tremendous amount of humility. Ah, finally, there's a guy that gets it. To endorse and advertise another so-called competitor. I'm honored to call myself a Talmud of yours, and I consider myself lucky to be part of the RBS MDY Yisrael Goldstein. Kishmak. Rabbi Isai, when you contemplate this very, this is something you should be thinking about for days, not the, um, what is gaiva? Gaiva, in my book, means that you think you are better than somebody else. That's how, you, when you want to say that pointy is about gaiva, that's what you should look at. Now, do not confuse confidence with gaiva. You hear this, Noam? I'm giving you a speech, how to figure this out. Noam says, him and Yisrael Goldstein, the only two people in the world that think that I'm not about gaiva. So, whatever, contemplate that. And he was joking, so it's really Yisrael Goldstein alone. Zok the Gemara. Yeah, today's shear is being sponsored by Mrs. Fix. Lilu Nishmas, I don't know if that's her name. Lilu Nishmas, it's Noam Fix's mom. Lilu Nishmas Aaron Yehuda Ben Yosef. And, Latzlochas. Hachoshuv, Nechemia, it says here Hachoshuv. Habachor Hachoshuv, Nechemia ben Eloyafo. I hope I got that right. Eloyafo. All right, we're holding Dafkuf Beis on Beis on the bottom. Boimene Rav Nosen Bar Ishayo Mirab Yochanan. So, Adam Achlegs, yesterday we brought three cases of. Different things, mesates, chiseling out of stone. Now, I didn't point out yesterday, but we could point it out today, that Rashi says an amazing thing. If you think about it, when you chisel out a stone, your shalayim stone, your shalmi stone, all these buildings have your shalmi stones, and you take, the stones have little nicks in them that a guy took a chisel and went like that. Is that a makibapatish? One chisel, one, ch yes. Says Rashi amazingly. He says that, one chisel is considered makivipathish because you're not going back to that same spot to chisel it again. Okay, kiddush. So what is misates? We had a machlegs rav and shmuel. Rav says boina. Shmuel says makivipathish. Says the gemara. So he asked Rav Nosson. Asked Rabbi Yochanan. Misates mishumai mechayev. What do you think, Rabbi Yochanan? He went like this. He didn't say anything. He just took a fist and he went. Or like this, whatever he did, he banged his hand like a, like a hammer. Makibipatish, not boina. Vanant nan hamisatis veha makibipatish, there's a vav. It's two separate melachas. Emo hamisatis hamakibipatish. Take off the vav. And that's why you're left with misatis, which is a makibipatish, not and makibipatish. Toshma, dafkuv gimelom and alef. If you drill a, a small amount, in other words, you don't really go through. Now, why do you drill? You drill so that you could, you pre-drill, and then you fill it up with a nail or something. That's why you drill. 
So it's two steps. Bishlam Rav. Rav says that if I make a hole on top of a chicken coop, that's also boina. I'm releasing the bad smell and the heat or whatever. That's boina. So if I make a hole with a drill, that's boina. Now that Rashi explains it beautifully, we understand what the cash is. Since drilling is only step one, step two is to fill it up with a screw. So because you made a hole with a drill, that's not a makimipatish. That's not the finishing touch. The finishing touch is to insert a peg in there or something. Yes, you did stick in a, a long nail, a metal nail. You left a little bit sticking out so you can hang your coat on it. You made a little bit of a hook. Yes, you're right. It's not the drilling, rather, it's the inserting of the nail. Zeaklal. So any times it, sa it says in the Mishnah, Zeaklal, it always comes to include something. What does it include in our Mishnah? Zeaklal, lasuye mai, lasuye dochak kefizo bekaba. So, says Rashi, there's a shear called a kav, and a guy did three quarters of it. Now, he himself intends to continue on and going to the full kav, but he's over right now. Why? Because there's other guys in different places that they're, they're good with three quarters. That's the shear. They use it as a box, and all they need is three quarters of a kav. They don't need a full kav. So, Mamela, for you, that's considered boino. Uh, it's interesting to point out, Rabbeinu Hananel disagrees completely with Rashi. He says that if, a, like these guys right over here, I was just reminded, I don't know if I ever told you, we, as a kid, my father is a learner, he still is, but he never went to Kylo, he never had money, he never had a job, he refused to take money for learning. So we went to a pizza shop once a year. That was our thing. We never went to a restaurant, we went to a pizza shop. So we went to Mendelssohn's Pizza, Erev Pesach. That was a big thing, big trip. And my mom would buy one can of soda for the whole family, and she would fill it up to the second shemaim. This is what she called it. So these lines, these are the calves. This is how I grew up, Rabbi Say. Put it in, put it in the book over there. So the, this calf, it says Rabbi Khanal, these are kavim. Like if you have a measuring cup, you make a notch, that's a calf. Not a calf of food, like four lugan worth. A calf, a real line. Fine. By the way, if we don't get pizza four times a week, my kids throw a fit. You read this Hadiris. Big Apple Pizza, one of the most famous things. My kid calls up, and the guy says, okay, we'll be there in 20 minutes, even though the, the delivery is usually an hour. I don't need your credit card. I don't need your address. I don't need anything. I know it all about peh. So this sadon, this anvil thing, we said he's not really producing metal. It's not a heated metal. He's knocking his hammer directly on this strong piece of sadon. I don't know if you remember, we once pointed out, there's a Tais, I forgot where it is already. But when the Gemara, the Tais says that there was a material, I forgot where it was, Ahmed Bay somewhere, it was such a strong material that the, he brings a medrus, they once banged this material on the sadon, and it broke the sadon, this, this uh, anvil. So it's, the point is it's really, really strong. If you want to give a, an example of something that's really strong, very strong material, it's this. You can take a hammer and bang it all day, nothing happens to this, 
What happens is the hammer gets damaged. So what are you doing? Why is it also to bang your hammer on that? You're training yourself. It's like a, a what is it called? A boxing bag. Is, it, is that what it's called? A punching bag. Thank you. A punching bag. You go like this with the hammer. You want to train. Says What you're not allowed to train on Shabbos. You're not allowed to watch somebody and learn how to do something. Like what is the issue exactly to learn how to do a malach on Shabbos? Right? We just had the whole sugi of the Krushim from the Mishkan. They were very heavy. And if you add the gold, the gold layer, depending how thick you make that layer, it could be three tons, it could be one ton. There was a ton of gold going on. And they had to, they had to make it nice and smooth over the Krushim. So what did they do? Explains Rashi. They take the hammer and they went one, two, three, Bang. They banged it into the sandal. One, two, three. Psst. One, two, three. It's like a drum. Because you want to make sure that your hammer is completely smooth, doesn't have any nicks in it. Because if it has nicks, it'll ruin your gold. Says Rashi, in his place, even in his days in France a thousand years ago, this is how they would make it. This is how they make coins. Three to one. What? But that's not what he says. He doesn't say anything about warming. Did I make a brach on this? I realized I didn't. By the way, I got an email yesterday. Two emails. One from Yoni Meisels, who watches the shear like the whole day. Every time you go into the money change, you'll see him watching the thing. And then I didn't check it up, but then I got another email, and it, it says about a guy that writes books that he was probably his head was somewhere else, and he didn't correct me that I missed three lines of Gemara yesterday. So why don't you say something? Chas v'shalom. That is your official job. And if I'm going to. If that's not what, if you don't do that, if you don't, if you're not good on your job, I'm going to have to find somebody else. You got to, you have to decide. Chas Oh my gosh. That is your job. That is your job. Otherwise, I'm going to get these emails. No, you have to let me know. He can't admit. He can't admit that he pushed it right over his head. You know we're going to read your book in the bathroom. That's what he, because I said something about his book. I'll show you, but don't worry. I made it up. I, I do the night share. I didn't miss the words. I can make a seal. So if you bang your hammer on this anvil, this is what they did in the Mishkan to make the gold, says the Mishnah, we're going, now we're going through all the Malachas, there's 39 Malachas, you've got to go through all of them. Hachayresh, plowing the field, kol shehu, the Gemara explains, even for one seed. Hamanakesh, removing the weeds. What's the problem with that? You make the soil better, other things can grow quicker. That is Zoreya. These are the same action, it's the same thing, it's pruning. But the first one is dry, dry twigs. Vamazarid is moist. Again, you're, now the tree is going to grow better. It's Zoreya, Chayav. Hamalakid 
Rashi learns, very interesting, because if you just read the, the words, you'd think malaki means to gather wood. Rashi reads that it's from a live tree. Now, when it comes to a live tree, it has to do with your intent. It could be different things that you're doing. So, imletakein, if you're trying to fix the tree, kol shuin, even a kol shuin. if you want to heat up your house, as we said many times, a chicken's egg. How much of a chicken's egg? Gregeres, shkoyach. If you're gathering grasses, depends. In Latakan, if you're trying to fix up the ground to make it grow, other things grow better, kolshu. Zereya, kolshu. In Lebehema, but if you're gathering enough grass to feed your animal, like the smallest type of animal that you typically feed, which is a goat. Says the Gemara, Chayresh, that we said is kolshu, what can you do with it? What are you going to One little tiny hole? Chazi le Bizrael dikara. Says Rashi, so first of all, kara means a uh, pumpkin, one pumpkin. Rashi asks a beautiful question here, we have to see inside. You see, right where it says Gemara, inside, for pumpkin. The famous Gemara, when it comes to Yitzah, it's two seeds of a pumpkin. All of a sudden, now it's one. We said over there that a person doesn't go out and plant one. That's different when it comes to carrying. A person is never going to plant one, go out to plant. Each and every hole is an individual act, and therefore one hole is considered the act of harisha. Ulshin. Ulshin we had is endives. What? Which one? I don't... No, I did not. Yishkoyach. The kavosagah b'mishkon, we had by the mishkon, shekein royal l'kelach echon shel samonim. In the mishkon, they would do harisha for one spice to make dye. Hamanakish v'hamakarsev ha-mezorit. Torah Rabbonah, Natalish Ulshin, Ulshin is endives. V'hamezorit's rodim, if you prune, reads. Imla achila, now. Rashi explains there's three stages when it comes to endives. Very interesting. When they're very soft for human consumption, they get a little harder for animal consumption. Harder than that is for fuel, for heating your house. So, in la'achilo, if it's soft, kigregeris, human consumption. In lebehema, for animals, that's your typical animal amount, the, the size of the smallest mouth of the typical animal that you feed, the smallest animal, is a gdi. Im lehesek, if it's to fuel your house, kadei levashu beitzakala, a chicken's egg. Im liyapisisakarka, so very interesting, depending on the stage that it's at, what your intent is, if you're trying to make the ground better for planting, kol shehin. Fine, kol shehin. Now this actually launches us into a very famous sogya, a very deep sugya, and we are going to go through it in about 24 seconds only. Anytime you remove something from the ground, it's going to beautify the ground, it's going to make the ground better. Says the Gemara, You don't care about it. It's some sort of... Ooh, everybody has to suffer with the ocean. fine. We'll try to get a better picture on there. We're talking about some sort of, uh, what is it called, the mash, uh, the, the swamp. And what, what, what word did I? 
I don't want to say something else. The swamp, yeah. Marsh. I want to say marsh. Thank you. Mash. me. The swamp. Swamp is a better word. Bagam Shanu. So who cares about it? It's not his swamp. He doesn't care. It could be in a regular field. We hold like Rib Shimon that Dover he didn't intend to do it. He didn't intend to beautify the field. He just intended to use it for food. He wanted to eat it. So you're looking at me, whoa, what are you looking? No? You're anticipating the next question. Ask the Gemara of What do you tell me? He picked the, the ulshin from the ground. He picked whatever it is from the ground to eat. And he wanted it to eat. Now, happens to be that his field is now in a better position to plant other stuff. He, he made it better. Isn't that a psikoresh of layamos? You're going to chop an animal's head off. Layamos, it's not going to die. Of course it's going to die. So of course you're chayim. So over here, I beautified my field. Okay, I didn't want to. But I did it. By me removing the ocean from the ground, now I can plant next year again. Says the Gemara, I did it in my friend's field. This is what we call psikresha deloy nichalei. Yes, I'm going to chop off my animal, the animal's head and he's going to die, but I don't care. I don't care. I don't want him to die. Says Rashi, lo liapos. He doesn't care if it's better or not. Tosis points out it's an it's a, uh, enemy. Interesting that when we had something similar when it came to the chilazen and trelas, you're going to squeeze the, the trelas out of the chilazen. We said, Rashi says over there, he doesn't want him to die. It's not good for him to die because the longer he lives, the better the blue is. Over here he says, But we have a concept called Yes, he is going to die. You don't care about it. You don't want it. So it's mutter. It's, it's potter. Says Taisus, he brings the aruch that he says, You can see inside. He says, Pirsh Baruch, the Psikresha, the Lenichalei, Ki Goin De Kovet Ba'ar De Chavrei, Koin Ba'ach HaSheinu Oyev, He doesn't like him. Ve'koiz Be'erz B'Shas Mila, You cut something off during the Mila, She'in Lo'i Hano, He has zero Hano from him. Mutter Lechatchila, says the Aruch. I'm allowed to go, there's no Isid the Rabbanon even. I'm allowed to go and do Lechatchila, Psikresha, the Lenichalei. Oh, and therefore, Hitter, Rebbe, Chavez, Shepkaku, Bepishton. You have somebody stopped the, the barrel of wine with, with uh, cotton, let's say, and it's full of wine, and now when you remove it in order to drink the wine, what's going to happen? The wine from inside the cotton is going to spill on the floor. You're squeezing it. You're soichet it. Right? It, automatically, if you're going to grab a piece of a cotton bowl full of wine, what's going to happen? 100% wine is going to go on the floor. So he says, you're allowed to do it. You don't want the, the, the wine to fall on the ground. The opposite. You, don't, you want to save the wine. So by you doing it, even though it's a psikresha, it's 100% going to happen. It's lo'inichalei mutter. But Taisus argues on the Aruch, and the other Rishonim argue on it. So anyways, we have a concept of psikresha lo'inichalei. If you want to go into deeply, I don't know that Srili Bornstein spoke about it, because a lot of times he speaks, he gives a lot of raid bite on other topics, not necessarily on the daf, just gishmaka stuff. But everybody discusses this. This is uh, one of those famous sugas, Psikresha, Lenichalei, Dafkov Gimel, Amid Aleph. Says the Mishnah. 
Now we're going backwards on the Lam Tesalach. So we're working our way backwards from end to the beginning. We're holding by writing. Says the Mishnah, if you write two letters, that's the Shir. Whether you write with your right hand or your left hand. The Gemara is going to explain, or are we talking about a, a righty or a lefty? Whether it's the same exact letter, like Aleph and Aleph. Whether you write Aleph or a Bez. Whether you write it with ink and another type of thing, a Sikra. In any language, in English, A, B, or A, A. Comes Rabbi Yossi and says that the two letters were because in the Beis HaMikdash they, they made a little mark on the Krushim. So that this carriage goes here and tomorrow it's there like in, the, like in on Sukkot. A mark. So it's not necessarily the letter. You don't have to do a letter. You could also make a mark. You can make an X. You can make a V. They line up nicely. Now you know to put it over there. Now, question. Why in the world did they mark up the Krushim in the Beis HaMikdash? Levi knows the answer. Why? They were all identical. They're exactly the same. So why can't I use this keresh over this keresh over there? Says Rashi, that once I put a keresh closer to the Kodesh HaKadoshim, that's its place. You don't move it forever. Now I saw today in the run. What? That's, that's, what he expl- that's, that, that's exactly what he's saying. It's, I think some, some, something on, the, on those lines. Once it got its place, you don't move it. What? That's something else, I think, maybe, because the tzitzis, the tzitzis that go in the front always stay in the front, and the tzitzis in the back, in the back. You have to be makbun on that. I don't know if it's the same idea. Uh-huh. Okay. I'm saying the Mr. Brewer brings that whole thing. I don't know if it's for the same halach. I'm not sure. Anyway, but the Ran says, you want to look up the Ran, a very interesting Ran in the back of the Gemara, that he says that there's only one difference. If a person, he brings a case where people used to go to the Nasi to ask questions, but one of them decided to go learn Torah. And because he went to learn Torah, they pushed him to the front. People that go learn Torah, they go to the front. And then he brings also the, the thing of that Tamat uh, Chacham Mamzer, a Mamzer, but he's a Tamat Chacham, comes before a Koyen Amaretz. Koyen Godel Amaretz, right, thank you. Says the Gemara, Tamat Chacham. Um, um, a mamzer tamad chacham comes before a kain gadol ama aretz, and uh, at a different time, there's a whole Rabbi Yanki Galinsky on that. Omar Rabbi Yosi, loy chiyus neizem mishum roishim shekach koisim akarsh hamishkan leida izeb ben zugoi. Omar Rabbi Yudo, matzinu shem kata mishem gadol. In other words, if a person had intent to write a long word, but he ended up writing the smaller word shin mem out of shimayin. For instance, Shem Mishimain, he wrote Shimem from Shimon, U Mishmuel, or from the word Shmuel. Nayach, he wrote Nunches Menachar, Dan Medaniel, God Megadiel. Then he's Chayev. Ask the Gemara, Bishloima, Ayamin, Lechayev, Mishun the Derech Ksivukach. When it comes to Melaches Shabbos, it's always how you write, how you do. You have to do it in the normal fashion. So if you're, if you're a righty and you write with your right hand, great. Why is a person who's a righty who, who writes with his left hand, should he be chayiv? That's not the usual manner, and therefore he should be potter. We're talking about a lefty. 
asked the Gemara, a lefty, so then why is he chayiv with the right hand? He's ambidextrous. He could do it with both hands. He's a switch, he's a switch hitter. Or it doesn't mean that he's 100% in both, but he's comfortable with his left. Chaim Oizer. Or if you go on YouTube, there's, there's many, many people in the world that could write in different languages in two hands. Rabbi Yaakov, because I, I looked it up once. We were saying, Rabbi Chaim Oizer, I want to see, like, is it like a... Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, of course not. This is a whole different level, writing at the same time. Yeah. Rochuvas, right, this. You want to know if that's what? Yeah, of course. But yesterday we had that if a guy carries with his mouth, and he decided that's, that's the way he's carrying, so he made it the derech. Rabbi Yaakov that's a different thing. We're going to get to there. Rabbi Yaakov the Bas Yaakov Omar, there was a person that they never called him by his father's name. He wasn't a, a, a proper person. They called him the daughter, the, the Bas Yaakov. Berei the Bas Yaakov, the son of the daughter of Yaakov. So he says, no, we could go back to the, that he was a righty. He's a righty. Ah, you asked me if he's a righty. It's not the derech to write with the left. Hamani Rabbi This is the Rabbi in our Mishnah. That you try to mark up it's a marking. It's not writing. It's a different malacha marking. So anybody can mark up a board with his left hand. You don't have to write nicely. You just go like this with a magic marker and you have a, a nice line somewhere. As the Gemara in the Sefer, Rabbi Yosihi, Rachel In the middle of the Mishnah, we have a sheet of Rabbi Yosi, meaning that the first part wasn't Rabbi Yosi. Kula Rabbi A lot of times we have where, like the Tana kind of forgot, oh, it's, it's Rabbi Yosi. But the whole thing is Rabbi Yosi. should have said, Om Rabbi Yaisi, the whole Mishnah from beginning. Om Rabbi Yudah Matzinu, El Rabbi Yudah Shteyosei Zvein Shteyshemo Yisudah Mechayev. Now it says, it says in the Mishnah, it seems like, yeah, I'm listening. Why does it say it? Yeah, but it's not, I would say, because most people in the world, left is not, is not the way to do it. So if he does it, he's a, uh, he's bottled out to call other kind of thing. Maybe all, Kamash will on that this person, I don't know. The Ritva explains. The Ritva explains, the what? Oh, maybe what I was saying. Basically that he's not 100% a lefty. He's ambidextrous, that he, he could do, he, he prefers the right, but he also uses the left. Kamash will on that that's enough for him. That's what the Ritva says? Okay. I kind of stuck that in. You see, without even chapping that the Ritva says it. Yevaldik. Unbelievable. Or no, this is Gaiva, because I stole it from the Ritva, pretended it was my own. Yes. Yeah, but when he asked me the question, I was like, well, Taka, what's the pshat? So it couldn't be that I stole, because if I had I known it was the Ritva, I would have said the pshat. Okay, and whatever. Yeah, Lacher, those guys on that side. Yisrael Goldstein holds like the the the, the, the rest of the world like that. It seems like only Shem Shimon, if he has, he he has two good words, two good letters that make up a word, right? He says Mefurish Shem Mishimon. Shem means a name. Mishimon is a name, but it means something. Shin Mem means a word. 
That's a word in Hebrew, shame. But what if a guy wrote Gimel Tess, uh, whatever, it doesn't mean, so then he wouldn't be chayev. What? Oh, that's a get. <laughs> it's not on my mind. These are words that are not on my mind. <laughs> tess Gimel, Tess Gimel, that's a tag, that's also a word, thank you. <laughs> that's not how you spell it, okay. I'll go upon him. Aleph, Aleph. Right, I'll follow. Okay, fine. You know, we're going to see in the Gemara soon. Right. Correct. So, Menachem is right. I did learn it, but I forgot. It says, Rashi says, we're talking about two of the same letters, but they make their word, shin shin, means six. Sheish. Taste to put on. We'll see later on. Gag, gimel, gimel. But it seems like from the mission that it has to be two different letters, shin and mem, not gimel, gimel. Okay. Now, how could that be? How could you say the review the holds that it has to be two separate letters when review says specifically two of the same letters? What do we have here? We have a bunch of different cheetahs. When it comes to the Pasik says, We're going to see later, I have a nice picture of it. So he learns like this. He does one. One Avera. Maybe he has to write the entire word. He wanted to say, he wanted to write Shim and he has to finish it. He has to weave the whole entire begate. This is the Napa. He's, he's making himself a little bit of a sieve or whatever it is. And he started it out. Maybe he has to go all the way here. No, enough to start it out. Do two little, he does Shesiv Erev. He's doing the Erev on the Shesiv. That's enough. Two. Tamaloymar, Meyachas. With a mem. From one. Part of it. So maybe it's enough one letter. Meyachas, one letter. Says the Gemara, maybe one of these guys in the Napa. Why do you need two? Says the Gemara, and now we're holding that Kuv Gimel and Beis Tamanoi Mer Achas. Ho Keitzad, Enoi Chayev Achi Yichtoiv Sheim Kotam Meshem Godol. Who is this? Tanakama Sheim Meshimon Umishmuel Noyach Menachar. No, it has to be two letters from. He was writing, he intended to write a whole long word, and then he stopped after two. Shin mem, nun ches, dalid nun, dan mid daniel, dan mid daniel, god migadil. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, look, this is Rabbi Yehuda in the Mishnah, all of a sudden Rabbi Yehuda says a completely different thing. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, right? Because this sheet that we just said, Shem Shimon, is in our Mishnah said by Rabbi Yehuda. Comes Rabbi Yehuda in this b'raisa. Rabbi Yehuda Oimer, afilo yikazav elashtei oisiyos. No, it doesn't have to be shin mem. That's why this is where Rashi got it from. Kigain Chayev. Kigain Sheish. Taste. To put, to give. Rar. To ooze. Gag. A roof. Chach. is a bracelet. It means something, but it's two of the same. But it's different than Shin Mem. Shin Mem is more of writing. Gimel Gimel is like a joke. It's like a kid in, in school who writes Gimel Gimel a hundred times. Yeah, you can make a word out of it. But it's not really a word. On Rabbi Yossi, 
have another sheet called Rabbi Yossi. It's not writing, it's marking. This is what they did in the Mishkan. They made a mark. You made one mark from top to bottom on two. You went right through the two boards. Now you know how to line them up nicely. Or he made two marks on one board. Comes Reb Shimon, Reb Shimon Oimer. Listen to this. Basically, he's repeating the same thing as the Tanakama. Reb Shimon Oimer, Achas, I would think he has to write the entire word. He doesn't have to do the whole thing, part of the thing. Oh, part of the thing, maybe you should do the minimum, minimum, one letter. By the way, we had this in the Mishnah. Didn't really explain it over there. But because in the Mishnah it says, So Rashi points out over there that it's not Bishabas. It's Miskayim Bishabas. You did a Malacha on Shabbos, that's Miskayim. Whatever. Okay, fine. The had to even read it. The point is, he made a malach of the Mishimis Kayem. It's nothing to do with Shabbos. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, Vasa Achas, Vasa Heino. We had this sugya, and I looked this up, and I had this chart, and I'm thinking to myself, why in the world did I spend so much time on uh, making you know, the, the circles here? And the, but Baruch Hashem, I did, because look, we have it again today. This was from Daf Ayin. And actually, Rabbi Yossi learns four things. He has four diukim. Number one, it says, meyachas. What should the Pesach say? Achas. A person did one aver. What's meyachas? It should say, heino. Heino means many. So it should say, heino. What's meheino? Now, achas, heino, one of many. So he learns four halachas, four things. Heino she achas and achas she heino. It goes back and forth and forth and back. And besides, you can learn from the both mems, you can learn something. So he explains. The Gemara will explain later. Sometimes Yechayev, the Gemara will explain. Sometimes Yechayev, one chatas for many averes. Sometimes Yechayev on each and every aver. We'll get to it. The point that the Gemara wants to make here is that in our mission, says the Rebbe Yudah says, you have to write Shin Mem, two separate letters. Rebbe Yudah Oimer, over here, Rebbe Yudah Oimer, even he wrote, Shin Shin, not Shin Mem. Vignaf Kimina. Shin Shin means six. Shin Mem means a name of a person. But according to our Mishnah, Shin Shin, six, is not good according to Rabbi Yudah. And in the Bryce it says, you are Chayiv. It's considered writing. This is Noam's favorite terret. He's quoting his Rebbe. In the Bryce he's quoting his Rebbe. Sheish is Rabbi Gamliel, not himself. He doesn't hold of it. The sign Rabbi Yudah Oimer. What is Reb Shimon in this brisa add that the Tanakama didn't say? Tanakama said Shem Mishimon. And Reb Shimon says the same thing basically. So over here you have two letters that come one after another, but don't mean anything. If they, you write it by themselves. Aleph, Aleph means nothing. In that case, is a nafkimino, shin shin, you write. 
You find Aleph, Aleph, or Bez, Bez, things that make zero sense in some of these Kameas that are made by bad people, Rashi says. Certain Kameas. So it, it is found. It is something. So if so, Rav Shimon is the one that says that even Aleph, Aleph is considered writing. And this will be a big problem with me because I was saying the whole time the whole Masef, the Shimon Lishitasi is always Mekel. Everything is Mutter, Mutter, Mutter when he argues with the Ryuda. So how can you say over here that Rav Shimon is Machmer? That's not the Gemara's question. The Gemara's question is, if you make somewhat of a hole, you drill a small part of a hole, you don't go through and through, you If you scrape something which is a told of Mimachik, Smoothing something out. And if you tan the hide a small amount, like we had a whole sugi about it, that has to be the size to write a kamei on it. If you engrave anything on a, on a kli, he's machmer. He says, I'm sorry, he says you have to go through and through, so he's makel. You're not chayev until you go through and through. Actually, it's kuloi. Actually, it's kuloi. Actually, it's kuloi. Kuloi. El Reb Shimon Ha Asel Hashmina. He's not machmer. She gedach kuloi also. Let's see. Menachem is on his game today. She's saying it goes on everything. Okay. Kulai means through and through, but his kavana was to do from, be- from beginning. He had, his kavana was to do the whole thing. And he stopped short. He has to write the entire word. He intended to write Shimon. He has to finish it off. It's not enough to do two. Obviously, if you wanted to write the word shame, you'd be chayv. That's why Rashi says his kavana was to do the entire word. Says the Gemara, "We must say Amrasachi, but I am Shimon Oimer, Vasa Achas, Yochalat Yichtov Es Hashem Kuloi." Tamul Oimer Meachas, only part of it. You don't have to write the entire word. Says the Gemara, "Atarutz Veimalachi." You tell me, Rav Shimon says he has to write the whole word. We just mundayik. You don't have to write the whole word. Part of the word. Atarutz Veimalachi, Yochalat Yichtov Es Haposik Kuloi. Tamul Oimer Meachas. You don't have to write the entire pasuk. You have to write, though, the entire word. So if you had, you had intent to write a whole pasuk, you don't have to write the whole pasuk. But if you had intent to write the whole word, obviously you have to write the whole word. Now, Tyson just makes a big enough camino. He says there's enough camino between weaving. There's a whole list of things that we said that you don't have to finish it off. So he says, like we said over here, with the, in this case, Rib Shimon holds, you don't have to finish. Why? So Tysus makes an afkamina on a brand new thing. You just started out. Starting out, you, you don't have to do the whole thing. But something that is there ready, then you have, to, you have to finish it up. That's what he says. I don't know how he finishes. How, do you, how does he explain writing? Ibud. He says. Making a hole in something that exists, you have to go through, you have to do the whole thing. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, now we're going back to that drosher. Rabbi Yossi Oimer, 
Ve'oso heino, heino means many, achas means one. Pa'am shechayev, achas, kulam pa'am shechayev, akolachas v'achas. Sometimes you chayev one carbon for everything. And sometimes you chayev on each and everything. Or re'ezir v'chanina by time of the Rebiyoisi, achas me'achas. It should say just achas. Why is there extra mem? Heino, me'heino. Why does it say extra mem? Achas she heino. One that is from many, the heino she achas. You go backwards and forwards. That what? Achas mishimoin. So from the Mem, I learned this, that if a person wrote Shimon, he started writing Shimon, but he ended up writing Shin Mem, like this, he's Chayev. Now what's the problem with this? When you look at this, what's the problem? Because when you write Shimon, you write Shin and a regular Mem. And to write the word shame, you have to do, uh, what do you guys call it? Mem Sofid, and the Mem, nobody? I call it and the Mem, I don't care about you guys. Mem Sofid, fine. Wherever you go, they'll make fun of you. Fine. Mem Sofit. Tsioini. Whatever. Depends on what, what place you go to. Zogdi Gimaro. Achas Mishimon. Me Achas Shei Mishimon. Heino. What I learned from the word Heino? Avois. Me Heino Taldois. The word Heino by itself means Av. Me Heino from the Av comes a Taldos. So I learned Taldos. Here. So Shei Mishimon and Taldos. Now. If you forgot on each malacha that you forgot that that's also, you have to bring a carbon for each and every malacha. You forgot that it's Shabbos, so your Avera is one. Forgetting that it's Shabbos, you only bring one carbon, even though you did many, many malachas. Bring one carbon. That's the basics of Mesech Shabbos. We start off the Mesech like that. Or Rabbi Yudah. Should we start the sugi? I guess so. Let's try to do some of it. Very easy. Mi dami. Mem the shame sasum, but the mem of the word shame is a closed mem. Mem the shimoin pasuach. It's open. Omer of chizda zayse meres sasum vasoi pasuach kosher. You see from here that if you're supposed to make a mem sofit. Uh, and the mem, but instead you do shin mem, like in the word shimon, you're yaitza. Says the Gemara, it says, when you write tefillin and mezuzahs, they have to be perfect. Rashi says something very interesting, alf and ayin sound the same, so don't make a mistake and flip them over. The number should say that an alf could look like an ayin. Ayin, alfin. Beis and Chafin, don't switch a base with a Chaf, which is very similar, besides the bottom of the base sticks out a little bit. Chaf, base. Gamin, Sodin, Sodin, Gamin, don't confuse a Gimel with a Tzadik. Dalas and Ration, and the Dalas looks like a Rage, because the top of the Dalas is a little sticking out. Ration and Dalas. Hey and Chesin, a Hey and a Ches look the same besides that the leg. So don't connect the leg of the Hey to the top, it looks like a Ches. Ches, Hey. Vav and Yudin, don't extend the Vav down. If, uh, if a Yud is shorter, Yud Vav. Zayin and Nun, and here's a very interesting halacha, that if you look in the Sefer Torah, the Nun, Sofit, of, in the Sefer Torah, looks like this. Not like we do it, but it has, it looks like a Zayin. It has a top from, on the right and the left. Learn it out from here. Zayin and Nun, Nun, Zayin and Tessin, Pei, Peipin, Peipin, Tessin. In other words, a Tess, you could break it in, on the bottom, and it could look like a Pei and a Zayin. One side, if you split a Tess down the middle, one half will be a pay, the other will be a zayin. Kfufim, shootim. Don't take a chaf pay, tzadik and a nun, and make them straight. 
you know, end of chaf, of it, pace of it, sadik, shoot him. Mem and samachin don't close the end of mem. The mem of it looks like a samach of it. Is that how you call it? Samachin memim. And here's the point: stumim psuchim psuchim stumim. You cannot confuse a closed letter with an open letter. It says before, you're not to close up a mem. Parsha psucha lo yaseno stuma. And if you have a, an open parsha like this, it finishes off wide open. Do not close it like this box right over here. Stuma lo yaseno ptucha. Ksavash kshira. If you ever looked in the Sefer Torah by Oz Yashir. It looks like this, boxes, you're not allowed to do this on a regular Pasuk, and you're not allowed to do a regular Pasuk when it comes to Shira. We're almost finished. Now, if you write it without ink, you do something else. You're not allowed to write anything with gold, but you would think that maybe I could write Hashem's name beautifully with gold. No. So we'll stop right over here. Okay, who the Omar Kaitano, the son you reviewed in Sarah Oimer. We'll end here. The point is, this Bryce says, what? We'll start. Well, I'll review it tomorrow again. But we did. The halacha is that Pasuach and Sasum cannot be interchanged. He holds like the man Omar, you could interchange them. Are you ready? Shmalos. She am Alice, my mother, she had in